Hi everyone, welcome back to our little green pasture. Praise the Lord. The sun is shining, but so is the Son of God. And that's the true light that now shineth, the light that has come into the world that has shined upon all men, whether they like it or not. Because once the Lord has come into this world, and though he's gone to heaven, he has sent forth the spirit of his son within all the hearts of the believers. And we are the children of light. Amen. We cry out, Abba, Father. You know, it's such with great joy that I'm here, that I'm able to even do this. I, I feel like this is like the greatest thing I could ever do. It's, it's like breathing air. I love it so much because I love the Lord so much. You know, this morning I was in the word as usual. And then I got on the phone with my friend, Mina Lee Jones. And then I got on the phone with someone else. And I usually don't really like ever talking on the phone. But um, but when I do, and there's other people, of course, I talk to. But, you know, there's such good fellowship. I, I have such a tight circle of uh, friends. I consider you my friends. And when you comment on the comment threads, I mean, I love it. I love to engage, as you guys see. Um, I'm one of those that love to answer every comment and just to say I answered a comment. No way. I like to get involved. I like to hear what you think and say. And um, it matters to me because I feel like if it's important enough to you to put it down, to type it out, then it's important to me. Praise the Lord. When any two or three come together in his name, he's in our presence, right? So he's in our presence right now. Though I sit in this room and you're out there by the time I post this and you watch it, then it becomes us. <laughs> so I just can't express it enough how much it means to be here. Like I just said, I, it is the joy of my life because I love you and the love of God is in my heart and it's flowing. You know, I was preparing for a message and it was from is and we'll see what the Lord wants to do with it in this episode but i was thinking about the perfect day proverbs 4:18 for the path of the just is like the first gleam of dawn or like the shining light we'll say the shining light that shineth more and more unto the perfect day well that has been one of my very personal favorite um verses because it has kept me on that path that shining path. And I remember the first time I heard that, not just heard it, and I had read it many times before, but you know, the, the Lord has to illuminate his words to you. And every now and then he's going to stop you on a verse that's going to directly speak to you because his word is alive. His word is alive. So that word just came alive to me during a really hard time in my life. And since then, that word is just uh, gotten deeper and deeper, not just the repeating of it, just not the layout of it, but in the shining of it. And that the there's an increase in just those few words and it shines brighter and brighter until I go into my perfect day in Christ. And that's what his word must be to us. And so I'm, I, let me set that aside. So as I did all my notes, prayed through it, like typically that I do, I lay everything down and I say to the Lord, okay, I've done everything. I'm laying it down. Now, what do you want to say about it? What do you want? Because I'll, 
I'll not do it if you have something else. And then um, out of the blue, Isaiah 55, 10 through 11 came into my mind. For as the rain cometh down and the snow from heaven and returneth not thither, but watereth the earth and making it bring forth and bud, that it may give seed to the sower and bread to the eater, so shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth it shall not return unto me void but it shall accomplish that which i please and it shall prosper in the thing where to i sent it and i thought well that really came in powerfully and so i started really thinking about it while i was getting ready and i mean i really i was like it was braiding itself like a threefold cord being braided together, strengthening itself. And I thought to myself, Lord, what does, I, I, it's kind of like a rhetorical question and I can answer it myself, but I said to the Lord, which, which one, Lord, the path of the just that shineth more and more into the perfect day or the word, like the, or the word of God, that comes from above, that comes forth out of your mouth. Well, I think they both go together because the Bible must all agree together. You know, I'm one of those kind of, I guess, teachers, sharers, fellowshippers, where I never, because this is me personally, I, I can't stand being forced into a square. I want fr things that are fresh and alive, don't you? And I don't want to be that to you guys. Like, even if it's something avant-garde, if I'm going to use that word, or you know what I mean? Like, I can't see that even Jesus himself was like, okay, today this is what we're going to talk about. I just picture Jesus walking, talking, having everybody sit down on a grassy knoll and sharing with them about faith and a mustard seed or him walking by the seaside and all of a sudden he sees everybody coming and and he begins to become inspired by the holy spirit who is upon him and by the father he's receiving as he's looking at the people what god the father wants him to speak to the hearts of people about because the father is looking at who's there he's seeing whose hearts are open and that's how it should always be with you. You know, we have to be very careful not to get calloused in the word and calloused in Christ. And that happens when we, when we don't even realize it, that we can start laying out, this is how it is, it's categorical, and this is the way it's going to be, and this is how it's going to sound. I want nothing to do with it. You know, I said to the Lord this morning, I said, Lord, this had nothing to do with this, this what I'm going to share with you today. Um, this was just my heart. And I said, God, I said, I pray that it's like that word of song of Solomon where the woman says, come into my garden, my brother, my spouse, send forth your south winds to blow upon my spices and let them give a good smell. And I thought, Lord, that's how I want it to be. I don't want to find you always in notes and 
books. I said, who wants that all the time? Sometimes it's wonderful. We want a good study. We want to dig in. We want to hear what the good theologians are telling us and and the Bible, and, you know, the, the biblical historians and the biblical anthropologists and and the doctors of eschatology and this and that. We love them. Their, their work is immense. But I love the things that are free, the things that are pure in Christ, the things that fly upon the wings of the wind. And so when I thought about those two, I thought to myself, Lord, your word says in Psalm 147:15, he sendeth forth his commandment upon earth. His word runneth swiftly. So let me ask you a question and I'm going to pray. How many of you will get a good verse, something that really is in, illuminated to you? where you know the Lord spoke to you, he put light on it, it's penetrating, it's going, it's dividing between the soul and spirit, even the divide, it's divided between the flesh and bones, even dividing between the soul and the spirit. It's light, it's, it's understanding, the eyes of your understanding are lightened and you're excited and, and you say something simple to somebody and they're like, oh, thank you, or whatever, you know, I'm not picking on people but we've all been there you know hasn't that ever happened to you where you say something about the lord or you share a verse haven't you ever been met with that with that person or maybe a couple people you're talking to they're non-expressionless they're just their faces are like this or and so we go away and we take it kind of like uh we're, we're hurt we're, we're sensitive and we took something that was precious to us and we believed that they would receive that same beauty and revelation and it fell to the ground so we think you know this word really spoke to me because i want to encourage you never believe it for one minute anything you say any at any given time any day it cannot be void it says, so shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth. It already went out of his mouth. And he says, it will never return unto him void, but it will accomplish that which he pleases and it will prosper. So it won't return. It has accomplishing and prospering power because he has sent it. It says his word runneth swiftly. You know, and I want to talk about that path because you know, you know, when you're younger, you read through the word so fast. The path of the just is as a shining light that shineth more and more to the perfect day. Yes, that's a wonderful verse. Next. And but when you you get older, you go through it slower. You're chewing it slower. You're getting more flavor out of it. Because we're dying. We die daily. And though our outward man perishes, our inward man is being renewed. The being shows of an increase, a continuance. I love that word that Darius spoke to Daniel and said, Daniel, art thou, you know, he says, thee, he says to him, thee uh, who serves 
God, your God continually. He had a reputation of being a continuance with God. He was always continually serving him. And David was always continually serving the Lord. There's so many scriptures about that continuance. And I want to talk about that path because it, we know we're on a narrow path, right? But we also know that there is a path that is one that is for those that enter in through the gates, that narrow gate, that go through that path of life. And that is for everybody that truly receives Jesus Christ as Lord and Master, but not just says the words, not just says, um, yes, I believe that Jesus Christ is Lord. I'm talking about the person who knows something happened to them. And they go forth, even being alive in their babyhood. And I tell you, I love being around the babies because they are powerful. And I love the freshness, right? And we could take a leaf from their booklet back again to ourselves. But I want to talk about that shining path, the path that you are on. And it's, it's a path I've said that we start off in through the narrow gate. So the shining and the shineth mentioned in that one word, they are the same word, but they're different because it says it's shine, it's shining and it shines. So we see that there is a shining to it. We're on a shining path. So these Hebrew and words, these words have the sense of being bright and clear. The beauty of a cloudless, sunshine growing on shining as it goes to the full and perfect day and it's chosen as uh by the writer as the fittest figure of the ever-increasing brightness of the saint on that path that shines more and more into the perfect day it also means the hebrew meaning also has a going and a shining i like that so the shining the shineth that shines, right? It says it really is meant going and shining. So there's a going and a shining, a going and a shining. There's a perpetuity that happens in the new birth. And it also means enlightening. So while you're going and it's going and shining, there's a continuing enlightening of that saint. So the words may be rem, rem, rendered also uh, the prepared day, the appointed day in the decrees of God that are firmly established by them in the invisible glories of heaven, that heavenly state that we're going to be in one day, the perfect day, the everlasting day. Those are the things that God has prepared for them that love him. When he says, um, uh, it's in Hebrews where it says, though he were the son, though he were a son, learned he, Jesus, learned he obedience by the things which he suffered and being made perfect, he became the author of salvation by the things which he suffered. But it said he became perfect by those things which he suffered. And so the Lord, it, so the, as Jesus was growing up, we see that there is a way that we are going. 
And, you know, so many people right now, they want it all now. Like you see everybody like in our day, back in our day, if you wanted to buy a house, then you had to go to work and you started out with a dinky little apartment. And then you went on and on and, you know, whatever the life was until you were able to save enough money to put a down payment on a modest, tiny little home until you kept working. And then you were able to buy a bigger home and so forth. But everybody wants it now. They want the perfection now. They want their grace to be for perfected and the love to be for perfected. And um, and so doing that, like I was speaking with Mina today, we were talking about that very thing. She brought it up. She was saying, you know, um, and I 100% agree with her. Um, and we were talking about how the people don't want to stay on that path because it's a narrow path. It is a singular path. You walk alone on that path, you run on that path, um, and Christ is with you on that path. But there is a responsibility. There is an aim. There's a goal. There's not. There's a goal. Yes, heaven is the goal. But there's a determination that must belong to every individual saint. But you see, the broad path is the easy path because you can let everybody else. Um, you know, you can just you know, go with everybody this way and go with everybody this way. There's not always safety in numbers, as they say. It says safety is of the Lord. And when you're with the Lord, you're always going to be safe on his path, but you're not going to ever be safe on that broad path. You know why? Because every single place, every single person on that broad path is only um, uh, loyal to themselves. They're not loyal to you. They're loyal to what you can do for them. They're loyal to what ministers can do for them and if they don't like something they just go to somewhere else to another group to another broad path group of people but it never costs them anything i mean even david when he saw the angel of the lord slaying all the people in israel because he numbered israel and god stopped the angel who had the sword in his hand and and he was on the threshing floor of arana the, the jebusite um uh I no no he yeah the Jebusite I think so but anyways he was on a threshing floor and he wanted to offer God a offering and he wanted to purchase the threshing floor from Arana and Arana said to him what is it to me just take it and he said no I will not offer I will not offer anything to God upon that which I have not paid for of myself in other words that's it's a cheap offering. He said, I'll pay for it. How much is it? We know he purchased it and then he offered. See, when you have, when you own that word, when you, when you give ownership of it to yourself, it belongs to you. It has value to it. And, and then you're on that path and you, you are, you know how God says he's jealous. It says, even the spirit that liveth within us envies intensely. See, the word of God is alive. It's not your word. It is his word that has gone forth out of his mouth. It is as we speaking, no matter who you spoke a word to, believe the Lord when he says in that word, he speaks for himself. When he says, um, as sure as the rain comes down, water in the earth, causing it to nourish, bud and to flourish, giving bread to the eater and seed to the sower so shall it be with the word that goes forth out of my mouth 
it, it won't return unto me void. It will accomplish that which I please and it shall prosper and thing where I sent it. So you realize that on this shining path, it is the Psalm 119, 105. Thy word is, a, O Lord, is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. You see, you are on a lighted path. And you, and the more you stay on that lighted path, the more you're going to increase, the more you are going to understand. You know what, how it says, how it says, um, how I said about Jesus, uh, that uh, though he were the son of God, learned he obedience by the things which he suffered and being made perfect, he became the author of salvation unto all them that obey him. You know, I look at the growth. I look at Samuel. In 1 Samuel 2.26, it says, And the child Samuel grew on and was in favor both with the Lord and also with men. It also says about John the Baptist, it says, And the child grew and waxed strong in spirit and was in the deserts till the day of his showing into Israel. Jesus increased in wisdom and in stature and in favor with God and men. So the same thing about Samuel. So, you know, the growing in favor with God, and if we have favor with man, it's because God has something he wants to say to them. Because we're not looking to be liked. We're not in this for a popularity contest. We're not in this so we big build big ministries. Again, I was talking to Mina and she was telling me that she was reading something about surrendering to God. And you can be a Christian. You can, anybody can be a Christian. But you can be an unsurrendered Christian on a broad path. Oh, you're going all right. But you're not on that narrow path. There's only one road that leads to heaven. You better make sure you're on that right path. But you see, the people on the broad path, they don't own anything. The word is not dear to them. It, they're obviously on the wrong path because it says, thy word is, O Lord, is a light, a, a lamp unto my feet, a light into my path. So you're having to hold that lamp. Have you ever walked in pitch black darkness? I mean, I, I didn't have a lamp. I had a, a flashlight. I remember one time we were camping and it was pitch black out there. And I was like, oh no, I have to use the bathroom. And it's over there somewhere. I know it's in that direction. And the light, I mean, I had to hold the light literally on top of my feet. I mean, if I shined it out there, it was so black out there. It still didn't shine. It shined maybe a foot in front of me as I went along. I knew I was on the, a path. But that's how it is, the whole way home. So... You know, we're the children of light, but that light is the light of his word, the word that's gone out from his mouth, the word that is sent, that's even accomplishing, because I'll tell you, whatever you said to anybody and they gave you a deadpan face or rejected what you said, you can go away with confidence because it's not on you. Be careful that you do not allow oversensitivity to hold you down like i'm not going to say anything anymore that person nobody ever hears what i say mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm. you're listening to some wrong advice from another from yourself 
from doubt, from disbelief, from unbelief, from faithlessness, and from the devil. See, the devil fears that light because he knows that the people that speak that word, that know, look, it's not on me. You know, when it says in 1 Timothy, I want to go quickly really here to 1 Timothy. Ah, I opened right to it. Don't you love it? It says, um, or 2 Timothy, I believe. Um, no, it's right here. 2 Timothy, and I'm going to start right here. Chapter 1, verse 11. According to the glorious gospel of the blessed God, which was committed to my trust. And I thank Christ Jesus, our Lord, who has enabled me, for that he counted me faithful, putting me into the ministry. Listen. See, we, God didn't, it's not that he trusted Paul so much like, Paul, you're a cut above men. You stand head and shoulders above all people. Therefore, I've chosen you out of all people because I have put my trust in you. I'll tell you something. God puts his trust in his own word. You see, he enabled and he enabled, he committed to the trust of Paul and enabled him and counted him faithful, putting him into the ministry. The man that Paul was at the beginning was a different man on the day he died. Paul the aged, Paul the apostle. You know, he was on that path. He ran his course, he finished his race on that very narrow path. That path to the devil is the one Satan wants to get you off of. He hates you. He hates everything about Jesus Christ in you, so he's taking it out on you. Do not ever let yourself think that God's making you take on this heavy thing. I'm sharing his word. People are not accepting it. Look, we've all felt it, and maybe we're always going to feel that those darts and coldness from other people and spiritual unreceptiveness or maybe they have something against you um and whatever i do not even care but do it with joy light is sown for the righteous and gladness for the upright is heart do you hear me light is sown for the righteous the path of the just which is the same thing as saying righteous light is sown for you you're walking not according to the course of the false light of this world. I'll tell you something. The people that truly know Jesus Christ, you're going to know them. There's something different about them. There is a light, a power that just goes with them, even if they just walk in the room. Don't ever think for a minute that even Paul the Apostle, I think that if I can bring him down from heaven, I would think he would say, No, it's not that I had any great gift or anything at all he said i die daily i'm the least than the least of the apostles he said it's his word because i'll tell you something that word is so powerful jesus christ is the word and when you speak his word jesus christ is not separate from it Jesus Christ is the word. The word is Christ. Revelation 19, 13. And I saw him seated upon a white horse. And upon his, he was upon his vesture. 
Upon him was a vesture dipped in bloody, was crowned with many crowns, and on his thigh was written, King of kings and Lord of lords, and his name is the word of God. And Satan doesn't want you to speak his word because it doesn't matter if you're a day old. It doesn't matter if you're 50 years old in the Lord or more. Speak his word. Jesus told me one day, I already said this to you before, I don't mind repeating myself. But I remember Jesus saying, I heard the Lord speak to my heart in my heart. I said, Lord, I don't know what I'm going to say today. I want to give a word today. I'm not quite sure what it is. I've read your word. I've done my devotions. But I just feel like I don't know anything. Like I just feel empty. And I said, but I, I'm sure I could could really focus and, and look for something. And immediately I heard him say, Whatever you share about me, you can never go wrong. And you know that gave me such incredible freedom. I said, Oh Lord, I can share anything. I can say anything about you because thy word is a lamp unto my feet that even each little step in this dark world, his word is a light. And if it's a light into my path, a lamp into my feet and a light into my path, that word that went forth out of his mouth long ago, it says he sends forth his command upon earth, his word runneth swiftly. You hear it? He said, his word runneth swiftly. You're just a conveyor belt. You're a vessel. You're a riverbed. Let him flow through you. Don't be feeling like you got to measure up to him, measure up to her. You got to read a chunk of something. Don't feel like you're not enough. Well, I don't know enough. I'm not enough. I don't sound like him. I don't sound like her. God doesn't want you to sound like anybody else but yourself. He made you. You have one voice. He made you absolutely unique and authentic. He broke the mold after you and he loves you. And you are a direct expression of his life in this world. Never let anybody tell you, oh, well, that's not the uh, whatever. You know what? Who cares? Let the Holy Spirit take what you just said. Look, this, the word runneth swiftly. It's not going to go void. Oh, they, somebody may have put it down. Somebody may think they know more than you. Who cares? I love it. I love it when the Lord takes the least, the base, and they say a word because the light from heaven sprang in them. Praise the Lord. I love it when little babies, we are amazed when a Babe tells us something. For God hath ordained uh, perfected praise. He's ordained and perfected praise in babes, right? Because really, it puts forth all the big shots down out of their seats. I always listen to children because they're pure. So the brightness that I'm speaking of is a progressive brightness. It's the characteristic of the righteous man and woman in Christ. And, you know, there is an aim, like I said, in a, de a determination because, you know, I'm, a, I'm human like everybody else, but see the human part of myself um, is the learning catalyst because my flesh is always weak. We're weak. Let's just face it. We're weak. But let me tell you something. I want to give you some insight about weakness. There's a lot of people out there that go, I don't know. I'm just too weak for that. So I'm staying back. You know, um, take this or leave this. But I read it from a theologian that I love so much. And he said, 
be careful that your weakness, uh, when you go about saying, I am weak, I'm weak, I'm weak, I'll stay in the shadow. He said, that's actually a strength against God from not flowing through you. That's actually a flesh power, a flesh barrier, a flesh strength of the flesh. Because when you want to be strengthened in God, you just give yourself over and say, I don't know what you're going to do with me. I just want what you have. Make me strong in you. Well, it does say we that are strong do bear the infirmity of the weak. And though, you know, you think to yourself, well, but doesn't it say, Paul the Apostle say in 2 Corinthians chapter 12, um, oh, I prayed to the Lord three times that he would take this thorn from me, but he said, my grace is sufficient for you. My strength is made perfect in weakness. He said, therefore, do I rather glory in infirmities? For when I'm weak, then he's strong, for the power of God resteth upon me. So what does he really mean? It means absolute abandonment to whatever God wants to do for you and get out of his way. You know, some of that might be hard because we're so used to, but what do I do? What do I do? Look at, you know what I believe is happening in this postmodern day? A commercial spirit, right? Where we want to commercialize everything about the word how we want to say it, how we want to lay it out. No way, man. Don't even do that. You know, we want to come to the Lord. Lord, Lord, I abandon myself to you. Make me this, make me that. It's it's a commercial spirit. How about we just abandon ourselves and let him come in, let him have his way. He already knows what to do with you for you are God's workmanship created in Christ Jesus to do the works that he's ordained for you to walk in before the world began. And when he says to walk in, what is it? What path is he talking to you about? The broad path, the one that requires laziness, the one that you don't have to, there's no cost, there's no value to it. No, you know why? Because once it says unto, unto them that believe he is precious, but something only becomes precious to you when it becomes your own. If you don't own it, it's not precious to you. Like the, like the hireling, he sees the wolf coming and he leaves the sheep. He does it because he cares not for the sheep. You see, because the sheep don't belong to him. He doesn't have ownership of the sheep. He's just looking at it like, I'm going to save myself. That's a broad road. And that abandonment, that surrender is just to have Jesus Christ and him alone. Not even, let it go. Let him do whatever he's going to do. Besides, he's going to do exceeding abundantly beyond all that you can ask or think anyway. Why stop short? Lord, do this and do that. Let it go. Let that word be a light unto your path, a lamp unto your path, path, a light unto your feet. How I just said it. You know, with the Lord, there's always increase. You know, it says in Psalm 115, 13, the Lord shall increase you more and more, you and your children. 
He says in Acts 6, 7, and the word of God increased and the number of the disciples multiplied in Jerusalem greatly and a great company of the priests were obedient to the faith. Look, it says the word of God increased. Why? Because once he let his word out and his commandment going forth and his word, he sent it to run swiftly. It's been running ever since. It's going to run even if you were taken off the earth five minutes after this video. You know why? Because it's going to accomplish everything until the day of judgment. And Jesus says in John chapter 12, do not think that I am, I am, uh, do not think that I will judge the world, but there is one that judges. That is the word that I speak. The word will judge you on that day. Now I'll tell you something right now. You want to be running in the path of that the more and more of that perfect day, the appointed day, the everlasting day, the glorified day, the going home day. But ever since you got saved, look, I was thinking of that scripture, I believe it's in Isaiah uh, chapter 11, and it says, the sinner being a hundred years, uh, being a, a child, uh, the sinner, though a child being a hundred years, and I know it has to do with the millennial kingdom, but I'm using it right now, uh, will die you know there's people that have been in it for so long 20 30 40 years and they are like that scripture a child at a hundred years they grew into nothing they were stunted little bushes that never grew fruit yes they'll be saved and it will be as though running through fire because you see there's an outward flow from an inward brand new life you know um and also one more thing isaiah 9 7 it says of the increase and of his government and peace there shall be no end see everything with god enlarges and gets bigger and bigger and bigger more and more glory for glory grace for grace strength for strength and i was thinking well let's not stop there Maybe love for love, joy for joy, hope for hope, peace for peace, forgiveness for forgiveness, rejoicing for rejoicing. See, I read something that Amy Carmichael said. She said one day, she said I was standing near a river and I was talking to a gentleman you, who I guess he was some theologian of her day. And he said, you see these rivers going by? He said, the water that you see right this moment, you'll never see again. But other water is instantly taking its place. And he said, this is the grace for grace. This is the eternal ever grace for grace. And I never heard it put that way before. You know, the lighted path increases yet more and more where the saints walk pleasantly, comfortably, peacefully, ever learning, ever growing in right paths until the perfect day, until the perfect day when glory comes for them, for you. A day without clouds, like the clear shining after the rain, where there will be nothing between you and God. There will be no clouds of darkness, unbelief, doubts 
fears and when the sun will always be seen no more withdrawn eclipsed even christ the son of righteousness whose glory will always behold by his righteousness through his life for all eternity there will be no night of affliction no desertion no death and the light of knowledge will be clear and perfect and all the saints shall see face to face and they'll be known as they're fully known and when not only the light of righteousness shall be so clear and distinct and perfect they themselves shall shine as a sun in the kingdom of their father of our god you know that word is a lamp unto your feet and a light unto your path and there is an appointed day there is a day of going in and you're growing don't try to overstep the holy spirit try stop going so fast run when he says run when he says run in the path of my commandments or he says sit down in the middle of the road i want to talk to you or he says come ye apart for yourselves for a while and rest a while or if he says go and you go or if he says do this and you do it or come and you come be always ready to obey the lord because you see when you're really alive in jesus christ you don't see yourself you're in this world but you're not of it you know when it says in the word for ye are raised and seated with jesus christ in heavenly places in ephesians chapter 1 and in colossians chapter 3 it says if ye then be risen with christ set your mind on things above where Christ sitteth at the right hand of God. And I say to myself, Lord, I feel like I'm already there. I feel like I'm already there. Yes, there's more challenges along the way. It has to be that way. There's going to be things I'll face, but praise the Lord. This is the tried and true path, the well-worn path of millions of saints that are at home now in heaven. Stay on the narrow path. Don't listen to other people telling you, you should do this, you should do that. Spend time with your God. Find out what Jesus says in his word. You know, I'll tell you something. Heaven and earth will pass away. It says we, in Second uh, Peter 3.13, it says, but we, according to his righteousness, do look for new heavens and a new earth. Wherein dwelleth righteousness? And are we not the righteous? Are we not the children of light? And when it says to the perfect day, it's because as we're going, we're he's perfecting our the graces that are in us, the love, the joy, being merciful, being kind, being fruitful in every good work to the Lord. Doing services unto God, but not eye service to men. Being robust having a full rounded maturing experience in jesus christ not making other people responsible for your learning 
you know, lastly, it says in the word, it says, but they that are, it says in Hebrews chapter five, but they that desire the milk are those who are unskillful with the word of righteousness, being yet babes. But the strong meat belongs unto them who by reason of use have exercised their senses to discern good and evil. You see, those that are unskillful, there's a two people groups, those that are unskillful, they, nothing belongs to them. They just, they desire the milk and they're happy with it. That's all they want. But you know what? What if you just drank milk the whole time when you were born into an adult? You would look horrible. You'd have no muscles. You would have no power. You would be malformed. You'd be sickly. It says, but the strong meat belongs to those who full of age have exercised their senses. See, there is an ownership of his word and you take it personally and it becomes precious to you and you want to do and you want to go in all your doings your goings your obedience everything you're doing is pumping out of a throbbing heart of love for jesus christ you know why because you endure to the end because you see him who is invisible and praise him every day and give thanks unto him and if god is precious to you own his word it's the light, the only light that will light up a path in this dark world. Amen. Praise the Lord. Go with the Lord today and stay on that narrow path. That's the only one, one that leads home. And I'll see you there one day in glory.